Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth episode of the three-part podcast. Once again, I am your host, Devin Wright. Today, we're talking season openers, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting into what happened between the Bucks and the Rockets, and my takeaways and my lessons learned from the Chicago Bulls. But before we even go near those two topics, we got to talk about this Jordan situation, man. Jordan, Jordan had something to say about Stephen Curry. Now, Stephen Curry came up in an interview uh, with Michael Jordan. He had with NBC, and in that interview, they were talking about uh, the greatest of all-time pickup games and who he would have on his team. Now, Stephen Curry didn't make his list, so after that question, the reporter asked him, is Stephen Curry not a Hall of Famer? Michael had to say, well, he had to say this. He said, he's still a great player, just not Hall of Fame. He's just not a Hall of Famer yet. He's not. Now, Michael Jordan is a six-time NBA champion. He has made two three-peats in his tenure, multiple scoring titles, multiple MVPs, but what just came out of his mouth was ridiculous. Like, are you not Hall of Fame yet? You know what? For those out there who have no idea who Stephen Curry is, let me let me read you something off his resume. Let me break you off a little piece so you can understand the greatness that is Stephen Curry. Now, before I even get into it, I'm not even a Stephen Curry fan. But what he just said, that's that's crazy. That's a, that's a crazy thing to say, that he's not Hall of Fame. That he's not Hall of Fame material. All right, we got to get into it. Stephen Curry, he plays for the Golden State Warriors, was drafted there. But let's start reading his accomplishments, all right? He's a three-time NBA champion, two-time MVP. He was unanimous one of those times. Unanimous, as in everybody, media personnel, players, decided he was the MVP for that season. Now, he's a six-time All-NBA. Made the six-time. Made made it six times, all right? Six-time All-Star, all right? He was a scoring champion and must believe he is regarded as the greatest and the best pure shooter the game has ever seen. This player, Stephen Curry, revolutionized the the way the game is played. All right, he's idolized by the youth and imitated on blacktop courts around the world, in recreational centers around the world, and in games globally. Now, Michael Jordan is a great player. Like, let's let's not get it twisted. He's regarded one of the greatest of all time. He is a Hall of Famer, but just reading. That list of accomplishments and what he's brought and changed to the game of basketball, that's a crazy thing to say he's not Hall of Fame material. All right? If he retired now, and and just let's be clear, all right? Just, just getting into the Hall of Fame, you have to be eligible in certain ways. You have to be uh, retired for at least five years, all right? Just to be just to be eligible to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame, I believe he's first ballot. And that's without question. That's how great of a player Stephen Curry is, all right? And in retaliation, you know, because it's, it's media, and when words are said, it gets crossed, it gets it gets turned, 
And and it gets back to you, all right? Curry, Stephen Curry spoke about eclipsing Michael Jordan as the best player of all time. He said, it's a high mountain to climb, but he's pretty motivated to take the challenge. He said, whatever it means, however you get on top of that mountain, why not try and climb it, all right? He said, you have to do it your own way. Now, Stephen Curry, like I said earlier, all right, he is definitely not not just one of the greatest shooters of all time. He is the greatest shooter of all time. Pure score, not not even score, pure shooter. The way he can shoot it at at any end of the court, at any corner of the court, when and where, he he can make it. And and it's one. Of, it's not one of those where he makes a three, and you're like, oh yeah, it's just a three point shot. Nah, man, it's jaw dropping. You're shaking your head. You're in disbelief that just the way he can make these shots. All right, and even Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, excuse me, even Kerr, his basketball coach, and Jordan's teammate had something to say about Curry being better than Jordan now he said that Curry is more impactful than Jordan most uh he he goes on to say that he is one of the most impactful offensive players in terms of what he does to the defense maybe ever there's guys obviously Jordan impacted things but the way that Steph plays he puts the fear of God you heard that Let, let me run it back he puts the fear of God into defenses like nobody I've ever seen and that man has literally played with Jordan now impactful I mean just we just have to really understand and really define the definition of impactful if we're talking if we're talking shoes and we're talking merchandise excuse me merchandise Jordan's won that one all right but if we're talking the way the game is played and the way it translates from you know High school level, the collegiate level, even the professional level, you got to give it to Curry. All right, because it's that span from the 80s into the 2010, I, I mean early 2010, where the game wasn't really defined from defined by the three-point shot. It was, it was running to the basket, post moves, low post scoring, pick and roll, but just... Seeing the, how the game has changed from that time to now, you have to give it to Stephen Curry, all right? Every, I mean, the game is really translated to mostly, most of the offenses, their main goal is to shoot threes. And that's not just they shoot them because it's more efficient or that's the most thing open. Nah, they saw what Steph was doing. It was like, oh, man, we need to get on top of that, all right? And man, let's not. I mean, like we got, we got, we got to get it together, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get it together, and let's not get it twisted. Michael Jordan is the standard. Michael Jordan is the mark. Michael Jordan is the obsession. He sets a high standard with six championships. Like I said earlier, two runs, three straight titles, and just. On top of his personnel and his on-court exploits. But if, if Curry can elapse that number of six championships, six trophies, six Larry O'Briens, 
Golden Larry O'Brien's to claim to? Could he be regarded as the greatest ever? I can't answer that. We, we would have to get there first. But if he's on his way there, hey, man, I, I, I can't answer that right now. There's, there's more to be seen, man. There's more to be seen. And speaking of more to be seen, we got we got to talk about the Bucks and the Rockets. Now, the game that was played was a phenomenal one. All right? They, they played their hearts out. And the box score really reflected. And even the final score reflected. All right? Milwaukee Bucks, 117. Houston Rockets, 111. But, oh, man, the game the game started off was, ah, it was just, it was a rocky start if we're going to be frank with each other, right? Giannis shot an air ball. And just like when he walks onto a court, it stuck out like a sore thumb. But every every other part of his game really improved and it really showed uh he finished a point yeah, excuse me he finished a game with 30 points 13 rebounds and 11 assists and that's a triple double right there that's always great to see even after falling out at 518 the bucks really uh really just found a way to win thanks to the rockets uh yeah like i said he didn't shoot well in the beginning but really found his rhythm everywhere else when it comes to Brody in the beard, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, from what was displayed, they played well, all right? James Harden gave you about 19 points, 14 assists, 7 rebounds, 14 assists, man, that's, that's something nice, that's really something nice. Russell Westbrook, 24 points, 7 assists, and 16 rebounds, they really found a way I would say to play with each other because uh, I'm just judging by the box score and what I've seen from the game. Uh, there wasn't really too much clashing. They even found a way to get each other scoring opportunities, get each other open, and just uh, found a way to contribute and make this duo in Houston just really look stellar. Unfortunately, they they couldn't find a win tonight, or at least that night. And one of the reasons they really couldn't find a win was how the how the Bucks closed the game. Now, let's run it back, all right? Giannis fouled out with 5 minutes and 18 seconds left, all right? It was it was it was a tie game. Ah, right, let's let's not say a tie game. It was a close game. But when it came to the bench and when it came to the role players, they really stepped up in the season opener. All right, Wesley Matthews, he had a great game, 14 points and 4 rebounds. But most of the things he did really didn't translate into the box score. All right, he gave you some really great hustle plays, locked in on the defensive end with great effort, creating turnovers and getting char- and charge calls. It really helped the team defensively, and really, uh, just really just got the team to have a great opportunity to win. And with Ilya Sova, he really just came in. Uh, with 13 points, but really delivered in the fourth quarter. Excuse me, uh, delivering in the fourth quarter, creating shots, drilling, uh, drilling the game-winning dagger, and it just as as role players and as a team, they really finished it strong and well. All right, one thing Houston really needs to uh, really develop more is not necessarily uh, not develop. One thing they really need to have a harder look at. Is uh, I don't. I would say no. No one 
knowing, knowing the man to call on, all right? Because you really got two all-star. Like, let me run that back. It's not two all-stars. They're more than that. You got two MVP caliber players ready to finish the game. And just looking, there wasn't really a set play for either of those. Uh, they had great shot opportunities, but really just couldn't get them off. Late in the game, I remember there was there was it was a about three three point opportunities for Russell Westbrook. He didn't knock him down. It was about two for James Harden. He didn't knock him down. And I was really sad to see. But you know the the playoffs do not start tomorrow. The season is not over. We're just getting started. It's the first game. There's still 81 more to go. Really excited to see what this Houston group really has to offer. It's it's a weird experiment. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Uh, a, a very fast paced player, and a rim rattler, and Russell Westbrook, and just a smooth three point shooter, and a great playmaker, and an even better scorer in James Harden. It's it's a lot to be expected. It's a lot to be seen. And like I said, man, I'm excited. I'm excited that this experiment might work out. I'm really hoping it will. I'm excited for the NBA season. Just, I'm just glad it's back, man. It's a great feeling. I'm sitting over here cheesing and being happy. Just talking about basketball. Just talking about the game I love, man. And speaking of the game I love, I'm going to tell you about the team that I love. All right, the Chicago Bulls. Here's what I learned from the, from the first game, from the first season opener of the year and Man, 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 that was a great game. Yeah, it's just the outcome I really did not like, all right? And we're going to get into that. So, ah, oh man, let's start in the beginning, all right? The Chicago Bulls and the Charlotte Hornets faced on Wednesday on the 23rd. And ladies and gentlemen, the game ended with the Bulls losing a close one, 125-126. Now, the scoring and rebound machine, that is Laurie Markenden. Wow, what a monstrous game from him. Gave you 35 points. Stellar. Hey, that broke a record. He's, he's somewhere on that list uh, when it comes to high-scoring season openers for the Chicago Bulls. I'd have to look that up later. 17 rebounds. Double-digit, man. Walking double-double. That's what I'm talking about right there. That was a that was a crazy one. Really focused in on rebounds on offensive and the defensive end. Really primarily on the defensive end. Uh, and that's what usually gets him going. And that's what really caused the scoring effort. When he gets those rebounds, something just flips a switch in him. He just gets crazy. Shot thir- 13 from 25. Like I said, he was amazing to watch on both sides. And this game really showed that there isn't really just one likely all-star repping Chicago for the upcoming all-star game. Second of all, Kobe White, I can't even talk, man. That's how excited I am, man. Kobe White was playing like a veteran that game with 17 points and 7 assists. He really was a spark plug off the bench, all right? With that solid scoring effort, it really gave me and the world watching an example and how how he's going to really do great with this team in this upcoming season. All right, a lot of hustle plays around him. Him and Chris Dunn look sensational on the court. All right, and there's more to be seen. Like, it's, it's only the first game. I'm not going to get too excited. I'm going to keep my feelings and my emotions and my expectations. At, I don't want to say it bare, but I'm going I'm to hold them. I'm going to hold them tight. I'm not, I'm not going to let, let them get loose or rapid. 
But like I said, I am excited. And there's a lot to be seen. Uh, but one thing, we got to get into the nitty and gritty, all right? Nitty and gritty, excuse me. It's the offense and the defensive struggles, all right? Now, Laurie Markkinen and Kobe White were sensational. Sensational. What a great game to watch from both of those. But the rest of the team, they just really need, man, they really need to step up. But like I said, it's only the first game in the season, but I'm going to share, share with you my gripes, all right? They need to go out there running. This Chicago Bulls team in game one was not the same team in preseason. Granted, it was preseason, and you just take that with a grain of salt. But they didn't they did not play like they played in preseason. In preseason, they went out, they they went with the ball running, running up and down the court, locking in on defense. Great defensive effort, and even better, great offensive effort, communication. On the defensive side, lock in on the offensive side, and they were stellar. It did not translate into their first game of the regular season, and and I was it was really sad to see. Now there's a lot of things and a lot of factors could, that could have really went into it. Zach Zach Levine, I can't really call it right now. They haven't put out a media or a press report, but he might be sick. You know, just to uh, not to sound crazy or nothing like that, but. There's a picture of him getting on a plane. Uh, the Chicago Bulls posted. Uh, I can't even talk. The Chicago Bulls posted, and it looked like Pedialyte. I can't say it for sure. I didn't zoom in on the bottle, but hey, man, it's cold up there in Chicago. Seasons are changing. He might be sick. That's not an excuse. That's just it's it's just a little observation, all right. And I can't expect an All Star effort out of him. I, I take that bet. I expect an all-star effort out of him. That's not what I got in the first game. And hopefully he can step it up. Maybe feel better. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's more to be seen from him. Uh, Sato, Ransky didn't play uh, as well as I thought he would in the first game. But, you know, it's just the first game. Uh, a lot of things need to be translated. And his game just didn't in the first one. And even Otto Porter didn't play well enough to my liking. He gave me 14 points, but I, I wanted him to be a little bit more efficient. But the biggest thing that I really want to get into is, like I said earlier, you got to go out there scoring. You got to go out there with the ball rolling. For example, in the first quarter, the Chicago Bulls let the Charlotte Hornets score 37 in the first quarter to their 28. Now, that is a horrible defensive effort in the first quarter. And even more, ah, that's that's the effort they need to work on offensively. They just weren't making shots in the beginning. It was pitiful. It was awful. But they really tightened it up in the second. They had one more point. They had twenty-seven to their twenty-six. Third quarter, when they really showed, when they really showed out, they had forty-two to their thirty-three. And in the fourth, they were tied thirty apiece. There's a lot of things that went into that loss. Granted, one point loss. It's the beginning of the season. I can't, I can't really be mad at it. It's just the beginning, guys. It's just the beginning. But that first quarter was atrocious, awful, way awful. And they really tightened it up close, and it was really close in the end. But man, what a heartbreaker it was! What a heartbreaker it was. But. I'm not going to end that off on a horrible note. We're not going to end so sour. We're going to end off a little sweet, all right? Now, if you ask me, 
as a Bulls fan, Devin, 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 are you afraid that you guys are going to make the playoffs? I'm not afraid at all, all right? This is game one. It's, re- it's game one of the regular season. I'm, I'm not mad at all, all right? The Lakers lost. I see them making the playoffs, all right? The Blazers lost. I see them making the playoffs. Brooklyn even lost. They lost a close one to Minnesota. Minnesota's. I want to say they're not really a playoff contender. I, yeah, I take that back. They're contending for the playoffs, but yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know. It's gonna be really close over there in the West. Probably a difference of like three or four games. But I see Brooklyn making the playoffs. So I'm not as a fan. I'm not really. I'm not really scared for the season. If you ask me, Devin, do you think? Hey, do uh, you think Zach Levine's is gonna step it up? And, and become an all-star. I think I still think he is. One game is not going to really just tarnish the entire season. We still have 81 to go. I'm not really ah, I'm not really worried about that. Laurie Laurie gave me a great offensive effort. So, hey, you, you could even sneak him in there. If anything, I'm just really heartbroken over the first game of the regular season. It it started off with a loss. I want I really want to start with a win. But everything can't go how you want it to go. It's just going to flow as it flows. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is where I'm going to stop today's episode of the three-part podcast. Guys, really follow me on all the social medias at three-part pod. And just stick around, man. If you've been listening for a while, hey, shout out to you. These episodes probably sound stupid rough, but it's all a process. It's all the beginning, and we have a great bright future ladies and gentlemen and i will see you